This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine, and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Pittsburgh, PA is home for country recording artist Matt Weston. He is a two-time International Music and Entertainment Association Male Country Artist of the Year. And in October of 2018, Billboard magazine listed him as an emerging artist. His debut album, Legacy, dedicated in memory to his father, earned him several charting singles including Farm Town and You Leave Me No Choice. He is currently releasing singles from an upcoming project, and he joins me on this edition of Americana Music Profiles to talk about his musical career and the future of his musical endeavors. Hi, Matt. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, hey. Thanks for having me. It's good to be with you. Good to talk to you. Where am I talking to you from? Where are you? I am in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, my, uh, my hometown. And have you been there uh, from from beginning until now? Is that uh, for the most part? I, I lived in Los Angeles for uh, for a little while, for about a year actually. That's about it. Okay. Um, but yeah, some some things happened. I had to move back home. Yeah. And uh, now I'm here again, but uh, it's okay. I mean, Pittsburgh uh, is part of me. You know, I love yeah, it. sure, cool. Yeah. So, how long has music been a part of your life? When did that start for you? Well, music, I guess, you know, I've been involved with it pretty much my entire life in one way or another. You know, when I was a kid in, in grade school, you know, I played different instruments. I think I started out with the trombone, then I, I moved to the baritone and the, the double bass and the orchestra. And uh, I just, you know, I've always been around it, always loved music, but I didn't really get into singing um, until like college really i did hmm. i taught myself how to sing uh, i couldn't sing when i was a kid i was pretty bad i always tell people i couldn't carry a tune in a bucket right. you know, it, was just, <laughs> it was terrible uh, i actually got rejected from a middle school play because i couldn't sing. oh wow okay so, <laughs> yeah, yeah but, but i always loved music you know and um so you know in college music became kind of like an escape for me, like uh-huh. a therapy. I was I would sing a lot, and I would always uh, emulate some of my favorite people. 
And believe it or not, you know, I, you know, I sing country music, but my biggest influence on um, learning how to sing and everything is uh, is Frank Sinatra. Wow, uh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that was that was. <laughs> it's it, it's weird, but I really learned how my voice worked by trying to emulate him and uh, guys from that era, and then uh, some older country guys like Johnny Cash and uh, well, not quite as older, but Toby Keith and Garth sure. Brooks. Yeah, you know. And I just kind of found my voice, and I fell into country because I think my voice really fit it. Uh-huh. And I love country and, and the message that usually comes along with the song and the storytelling. It just I related to it, yeah. and it just it, it was just naturally where I uh, gravitated towards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I I read where you, if I got this correct, gave up a career or didn't pursue what you intended to pursue so that you could pursue music. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, partially. You know, I, I was an engineer. I, I graduated with two engineering degrees. Wow. And I, I worked as an engineer for about six or seven, about six years. And, uh, you know, I was just miserable living in a, in a cubicle. Yeah. And uh, you know, I had a bad experience, too. You know, I wasn't treated very well. And, um, you know, even after all these years, I still have nightmares about it. So it wasn't good. Wow. And I just okay. I wanted to move. I wanted to move on. And do something that made me happy. Yeah. Um, and at the time, I had been pursuing acting, and uh, that's why I ended up in Los Angeles uh, for a little while because uh, I had an agent out there, and I was just pursuing passions of the heart. And music was kind of just a hobby. You know, I'd been uh, I'd been singing with a cousin's band or a friend's band, um, karaoke. I actually DJ karaoke for a number of years. Yeah. And, okay. uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was uh, it was just a hobby, and I loved it. Uh-huh. But um, I didn't really pursue it professionally until after my father passed away. Uh, that's what that's what uh, triggered me to move back to Pittsburgh. Right. Okay. Uh, you know, to be with my family sure. and just kind of get myself together. I was I was just self destructing. It, it was a mess. Um, um, not good. it was just very very dark time in my life. Yeah. And uh, well, my dad always loved my singing. He loved he, he always encouraged it. And I figured, you know what, engineering's in the back, you know, like in the rearview mirror. Uh, I've moved on from that. Uh-huh. And uh, acting, you know, I moved back to Pittsburgh. Acting was on the West Coast, and I just kind of left that behind, too. What am I going to do with my life? Yeah. So <laughs> so it just hit me one day. Um, you know, my dad loved my, my, my singing, and I decided... I'm going to dedicate an album to him. Ah, so cool. I created my debut album and I dedicated it to him. And uh, that's why it's called Legacy. It's, it's dedicated to him. And little did I realize at the time, I was really starting a whole new you know, legacy for my own life, yeah. and a whole new path. Wow. And uh, so, you know, honestly, it, it's very bittersweet. You know, um, the success that I've found in the last few years, uh, relatively quickly with my music, um, because, you know, if my dad hadn't passed away, we wouldn't be talking right now. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's weird that way, but and, you know, I just want to make him proud, and it, it motivates me to keep going. Yeah. So, well, yeah. for for a guy who says that he couldn't carry a tune in the bucket to end up the <laughs> two-time International Music and Entertainment Association Male Country Singer of the Year, that's pretty. <laughs> that's a pretty good uh, rebound there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know that was a little bit surreal when I when I um, released my album and uh, I got the phone call from Michael Stover at uh, MTS Records, yeah, uh, who I'm with. Um, he said, "Hey, uh, you just won IMEA um, 
Male Country Artist of the Year. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it just like, it, it, that's when it became real for me. Yeah. That, okay, this, this is not just something that helped me get through losing my dad. This is now a new path for my life. Yeah, so yeah. Um, that was like kind of a wake-up call. It was really neat. Yeah. So what, is it, what does it look like for you at that point then to, um, you know, put a record together that was really as much of a tribute as anything else to find yourself having that kind of recognition. What do you do with that then? Where, how do you take that on the road? Where, what happened next? Mm -hmm. Um, well, basically it just, uh, reinforced the fact that, uh, like I felt on the inside that I was finally doing what I'm supposed to do. You know, I, 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 I was, uh, engineer i have two degrees from a very prestigious school and it just didn't feel right Mm -hmm. um acting i still love it and i'm still involved in it actually we can get into that in a minute but um it just you know it was just confirmation that i'm doing what i'm supposed to do Mm -hmm. and you know my heart was in the right place when i when i started to pursue music and it was just for all the right reasons and uh, now I'm starting to reap some rewards from that. And people are noticing, and it was just, uh, it was very humbling, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I, my first instinct was like, oh, my God, like, am I in over my head here? Like, yeah. I, I was just kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know, but, but I guess, you know, I guess it just it was blessed from the beginning. Yeah. I really feel like it was blessed from the beginning. And apparently I have a little bit of talent, and <laughs> it's just, you know, I'm just working on it and trying to get better. And, um, you know, the sky's the limit. Are you a songwriter as well, or are you singing songs that, that other folks have written? Oh, I do both. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. A um, uh, song I just released two about two months ago called Thin Blue Line uh, was one of my originals, and it's uh, it's probably the song I'm most proud of hmm. so far. Yeah, That's yeah, cool. yeah. It, it's uh, and it's probably the best song I've recorded so far too. So. Uh, but yeah, I've been I've been writing since I was a kid, whether it was poems or songs or stories or whatever, and um, and now I actually get to record them, so that's pretty cool. Were you writing them? Uh, you said poems and stories. Were you writing them with music in your head? Could you hear them as songs, or did they were they not quite there yet in your mind? Um, well, you know, when I was when I was younger, it was mostly poetry. Uh-huh. Um, well, I do remember a song that I wrote with my cousin when I was a little kid and it had a melody and everything. So, mm. <laughs> you know, but mostly I'm a, I'm a lyricist, I would say, because uh-huh. you know, I, I played band instruments. Uh, I never picked up guitar okay. until re- until recently, unfortunately, because, you know, I never really needed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't pursuing music. I was a perf- I was an engineer. I worked for a government uh, contractor for the Navy. Like I was a serious engineer. Okay. No need, no need to play guitar. Yeah. Um, even though I probably should have, because I always wanted to. But, yeah. Um, in hindsight, but um, so I'm more of a lyricist, and you know, a lot of times melody kind of falls out of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, it does a little bit. So, um, but I'm working on that too, because I'm learning guitar and uh, and uh, learning how to write melodies and everything too. So it's it, this is this is a journey for me, and I, I feel like I'm just getting started, but I'm off to a great start. Yeah. You know? So what did it look like for you prior to the pandemic? Were you did you have a band? Were you out on the road and touring with the debut CD? Um, you know what? Before the pandemic, I was having I was having a pretty tough time putting together a band. Really? Um, all my music, yeah, all my music's been recorded using uh, 
you know, session musicians oh, either here okay. in Pittsburgh or, or in uh, in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, with some some amazing, some of the best in the world mm-hmm. musicians, and uh, which is awesome because I've you know that's networking and it's it's building relationships with people that are you know well known, well respected, and super talented. So yeah. um, I don't mind that at all. Um, but uh, before the pandemic, I was having a hell of a time putting together a band hmm. and. Anybody that, you know, sings in a band or plays in a band knows that it's tough to get a band going. Yeah. It's, you know, people and keep have it separate going. lives. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Separate lives, different visions, different egos. And, you know, uh, so, but you know what? Silver lining from the pandemic is that I guess a lot of musicians have been out of work. <laughs> yeah. And that's true. they've been available to practice or mm-hmm. rehearse or, or try audition, you know, so. Um, I've been putting my band together, and we're going to be about ready to go in a few weeks, I think. Yeah, so that's great. It, you okay. know, it worked out. Yeah. yeah. We're going to pause for just a moment. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the interview. So the, the debut album, 2018 Legacy, and then uh, we were talking a few minutes uh, offline. You've, you've been releasing some new singles with the yeah. with the intention of sometime landing on the next record. So, um, mm-hmm. And you said the, the latest one, Thin Blue Line, is that right? Thin mm-hmm. Blue Line? Yep. That's right. Yeah. And So tell me about these these three singles that have come out so far. Where, uh, where were they put together? Is this with the new band or back in the studio? Well, uh, the first single that I uh, released after my album was called Stomp On, mm-hmm. and it's um, it's a it's a upbeat, you know, kind of a, a badass rock and country song. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, a friend of mine who doesn't even like country likes it. He, he's more of like a hip hop type mm. guy, and he likes it. It's just it, it's a good song. Yeah, yeah that's cool. uh, it's Stomp On, and then Hey Bro is another one that's uh, uh, released after Stomp On. Uh, that one. Is special to me. I dedicated that one. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, actually two friends of mine, wrote that song. B.J. Uh, Gleason and Joey Scott. And uh, that song I dedicated to my my cousin who was in a terrible car accident and almost died. Mm. And uh, like when he when he got home from the ICU after a month and a half or whatever, he was still really banged up. And um, you know what? He started clenching his fists. He started tapping his feet. He was like, yeah, I love this. And the whole song is about, like, you know, brother from another mother mm-hmm. type thing. I got mm-hmm. your back no matter what, through thick and thin. And I dedicated this song to him. I got to perform it live in front of my my uh, my school district, honored me last year as a distinguished alumni. Wow, and, cool. uh, and he was there, and I got to perform it in front of everybody for him. And he started crying. It was amazing. Mm, yeah, <laughs> so, hey, awesome. bro. Yeah, Hey Bro has been really good to me. Uh, that was released about a year ago. Um, and then uh, this latest one called Thin Blue Line is dedicated to the men and women in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a lot of a lot of good close friends, uh, longtime friends in law enforcement. And uh, just the sacrifices that you know they've made and uh, just the, the pain I've seen in their in their eyes, the pride I've seen. And just their stories. I needed to do something for them, mm-hmm. um, and this is my little contribution for them. Uh, because you know what, I couldn't do what they do. I couldn't go to work and not know if I'm coming home. Yeah, you know, it was. Uh, uh, so God bless them. And that's, this song is for them. Just released it about two two months ago. Okay. And uh, it's it's had amazing amazing feedback. And you know what? You know, there, there's some negative feedback. 
of course, as well, you know, with the climate in the country today. Oh, sure, of course, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I expected that, but that's okay. This song is from a place of love. It's right. very positive, yeah. and it just uh, it illustrates the reality of uh, of 99% of uh, these uh, brave people's lives. So um very proud of it in Blue Line. So were these songs all recorded at one time, or are you recording and releasing? No, uh, they were uh, they were re- uh, recorded at different times. Um, I can't remember if Haybro and Stomp On were recorded at the same time uh, because they were they were recorded here in Pittsburgh okay. at Tonic Recording Studios. Um, but Thin Blue Line I recorded last October in Nashville at uh, at Found Emporium. Um, it's a historic recording studio down mm-hmm. in Nashville, mm-hmm. and uh, with some amazing musicians. So. Uh, yeah, they're they're kind of. I've been doing it a little bit piecemeal, you know, right. one here, one there, because budget, you know, budget uh, doesn't allow to do too much yeah, at yeah. once. Unfortunately, unfortunately, until I get until I get an investor or a backer or something, right? That'd be nice or right. or a bigger record label, which I'm working on. Yeah. Working on, so. <laughs> so, what are you working on uh, lyrically, musically, song wise? What, what's do you, do you have a plan? How how is uh, what's next? Uh, well, actually, I should. Thanks for reminding me. I should probably call my producer Brian Cole. Uh, we were supposed to get together this week. <laughs> um, I, I sent him about I don't know fifteen or twenty different song ideas last week, and okay. we're going to sit down and, and try to write some uh, some originals, and uh, and then try to get in front of some bigger record labels. Uh, just try to advance my career. Yeah. Uh, you know, a little bit further. Uh, so we want to have a couple more strong originals to present and just put our best foot forward. So that's the plan for the rest of the year is just write a few more songs um, and then uh, then record them most likely down in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's been, he's been producing in Nashville now for a few years, making a lot of great connections. And uh, some doors are opening, so hopefully uh, that'll... It'll help me out too, so that's the plan. Are you able to presently work your music, or do you have some other things that you're involved in while you're waiting for things to kind of catch up? Uh, well, I mean, I'm working on my band. Uh, it, it's coming together. Uh, I'm, I'm writing on my own. I'm writing with my my producer. Maybe tomorrow. I'm gonna give him a call. Uh, <laughs> and you know, I'm just doing things to pay the bills in the meantime. Um, so I'm just trying to balance everything. That's, that's, sure. that's really the problem. You know, there's, there's only so much time in the day. Right, right. Yeah. And, uh, but I think I still have a little bit of time. You know, a lot of the venues haven't opened up yet. Right. They're about to be opening up and I want my band to be ready. And, uh, I just, I really want the rest of this year, um, you know, to just be productive towards the future yeah because last year last year honestly i was supposed to record my second album i had i had i had a bunch of songs picked out that uh, i really liked um and i was going to record and put together a second album but in hindsight i'm glad it didn't work out that way um because you know i got thin blue line done which um it was the only song i recorded last year but Mm. it's probably the one that really counts the most and honestly it was I'm glad I didn't put out a second album because it would have screwed up the plan I have now right yeah (laughs) (laughs) so I think things are are, are just going to happen I honestly I'm a man of faith and I I just I put it in God's hands sure yeah 
and uh, and I just I just kind of follow my gut instinct and surround myself with good people that I trust. Yeah, and just uh, I give it to God. So uh, just. You know, just grinding away, man. Just yeah. grinding. Yeah, yeah. That's that's great. Well, I mean, what other way is there, right? You know, if if yeah. you if you try to take over and take control, it generally doesn't work out the way we uh, plan for it to, anyway. So it's um, yeah, it's I've, ni- I've noticed. <laughs> nice to lean into the source. <laughs> that's that's a good way to put it, man. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, cool. So. Um, plans to hit the road do you have things in the works or kind of waiting on that to fall in place too do you have some things lined up for the for the summer and fall uh well i haven't booked anything yet uh Uh, there was a few things that i could have booked but at the time my band was uh still questioning you know who's going to be in it and how you know we weren't ready to commit to anything yeah and I didn't, I didn't want to commit before, um, you know, prematurely, and then you know, shoot myself in the foot. So, sure, yeah. um, but I, there will be opportunities, absolutely. Um, a lot of people, actually, I have people asking me all over the country, want me to come play. So, um, I'm sure that uh, opportunities will present themselves. You know, especially the more I do interviews like this and mm-hmm. you know, get in. Um, Get on different. Ma- I was just on some. I was on a magazine cover. Just all kinds of stuff. So yeah, yeah. opportunities will present themselves Absolutely. as long as I just want to be prepared. That that's really my focus is making sure I'm prepared and my band is prepared. Right. And then when the floodgates open, we're ready to rock and roll. Yeah, great philosophy. You know? Yeah. So if folks want to catch up with you, want to talk to you, want to listen to the the singles or your earlier material, what's the best way to reach out? Uh, super easy. You could just find me at mattweston.com. It's uh, W-E-S-T-I-N, like uh, like the hotel chain. So uh-huh. every time you see that hotel, it's free advertising for me. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah mattweston.com. It has all the links to my uh, music where you can where you can find it and my social media as well. I'm on um, Amazon, iTunes, and Spotify and all the streaming yeah. platforms. Okay. Uh, and all the social medias as well. So yeah. just mattweston.com is really the place to go great thanks matt i appreciate it wish you the best with your music and i really enjoy it and i hope you guys uh, get to have a fruitful summer and fall with it thank you so much man it's really really good talking to you thanks again for tuning in to this episode of americana music profiles find us on itunes at americana music profiles and on the internet at americanarhythm.com Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's off-track betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money... Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship. 
the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.